A proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step programs of suck up and get good will help even the worst of gamers just be bad. We review the latest video game titles, cover the latest news, and discuss issues that affect gamers. Here are your hosts of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Bad Gamer Jason, Bad Gamer Joe, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for episode 77, where we're going to review a game that came out many moons ago, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. But before we do, before we get to all of that, we got a lot of other stuff to get to, including my two co-hosts. Yes, both of them are here this week. Uh, unfortunately, one of them is Joe. Joe, welcome back. <laughs> it's okay to be here. Yeah, I figured. Jason, I'm very excited to have you back. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. Oh, man, it's great to be back. I'm so glad to be back. I'm glad you're glad to have me back. And uh, yeah, I missed it. I won't be yelling at my radio anymore trying to tell you two <laughs> yahoos that it's called the PlayStation Portable. That made my <laughs> wife laugh tremendously. That is that is what it's called. That is exactly I, what it was called. Yeah. I, it was just a handheld thing. I couldn't, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Joe, Kelly. you can leave if you want. Jason's here. I mean, I got. I don't really. I'm. You I'm, stick around I'm glad for the to be here show? since Jason's here. Jason, no, makes shut, me up. Happy to be here. <laughs> shut up! Shut <laughs> up! Hate you so much. Uh, so we got a couple of housekeeping things to go over. Uh, the first one is now that Jason's here, I'm really excited to reannounce again to the world that his podcast, Smoking and Drinking in Space, is part of the Ear Glue Media family. Uh, Jason, how do you feel about that? I am elated. Um, it was it was in the works for a while, and uh, we're glad to be on board. Um, we've had some great special guests. You've been on the show uh, this week. Albert's on the show. Um, soon we'll have uh, Joe on the show. I'm really looking forward to that episode. It's it's been it's been a great experience. The support that I've gotten from the Earglue Media Network has been phenomenal. Well, we're glad to have you. We're glad we can support you, even if Albert came on and talked about Journey. Did he talk about Journey? Uh, he uh, no, he didn't talk about Journey, but he did mention Toto. <laughs> I'm totally not surprised at all. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> but it was not. in context to the show, so it it did fit uh, in. But Albert was a Albert was a great host. Well, that's good because uh, he talked about Toto, so I, at least he made up for it in other areas. <laughs> We're very happy to have you on. Like, so Sadis, smoking and drinking in space. You, you guys talk about what sci-fi movies? Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. So we uh, we review sci-fi movies and TV shows. Um, we talk about um, you know how well they how how well we like them. Uh, some of the flaws. Uh, we've reviewed some great shows. We've re reviewed some real stinkers. So um, <laughs> and we've reviewed some real stinkers that were real fun to review, too. So uh, uh -huh. it's, it's, it's all about it's all about the love of sci fi. So absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I was on for the Stargate episode. Yes, you were. Uh, oh, that, uh, man. I love that movie. That it's a good so movie. Good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Joe, what do you think of Stargate? I thought it was a pretty good movie. Care. It was a fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was just about to compliment you and how good you were in the episode, but instead you can cram it where the sun don't shine. Sweet, I will do so. Uh, so I'm sure again, you will. Uh, 
Everybody over at Earglue Media is very excited to have uh, Sadis on board, smoking and drinking in space. Please check it out at earglumedia.com forward slash uh, shows uh, forward slash Sadis. S-A-D-I-S, I believe, is what uh, the uh, it, it's. There. Uh, you can just go to earglumedia.com, click on the shows, and choose smoking and drinking in space. It's there. That's easier. Yeah. Uh, and while you're there, uh, if you're going to be in Chicago for Star Wars Celebration, click the uh, SWCC link at the top there at earglumedia.com, and uh, you can let us know you're going to be there. And I'll be there. Joe will be there. Uh, the the guys from the Cantina cast will obviously be there. Mike Rondo, the uh, Lord Emperor and CEO of Earglue Media, will be there. And we're going to have a fun time. There's lots of stuff going on. They've already announced some events, and there's, so there's a schedule of events uh, up at earglumedia.com that uh, Earglue Media will be putting on, or, uh, or the Cantina cast, I guess I should say, will be putting on. And so we're excited to meet everybody and, and get out there and, and, you know, shake babies and kiss some hands. It's going to be a really good time. If you're going to be there, I don't you think definitely that's, come out. I don't think that's what we're doing. Eh. But we're going to be doing some stuff. We'll do whatever we can. And so, I can totally well, see well, you shaking babies and kissing hands. I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to take that. If that's a compliment <laughs> or if it's not. Probably not. Uh, what we are going to do is uh, here uh, to to support uh, the Cantina cast on their road to WrestleMania. No, that's not it. On their road <laughs> to Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we are uh, we're going to review every week. Coming up, we're going to review uh, an older Star Wars game. And this week, uh, we're going to dedicate most of the episode, uh, probably half. I don't know. We'll see how long-winded I am tonight, uh, to uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. So look forward to that every week. Next week. The Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. No, I'm j- Let's do <laughs> I'm it. I'm joking. Let's do no. it. I hate you both. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I game, we'll do. a good bit better than Bounty Hunter. Sneak peek for the left. It couldn't be worse. It couldn't be worse. That is accurate. Uh, there's also a new Simply Stogies up over at earglumedia.com forward slash shows forward slash Simply Stogies. Uh, please check that out. Uh, episode two where I discuss the finer points of storing and humidifying your cigars. Uh, so make sure you check that out. I would be most appreciative of that as well. It's a brilliant so, show. Yeah, thank it was a good, you, it was a good episode. Wow. Joe had something nice to say about I me. I tried right? to compliment you earlier and you cut me off. <laughs> I did. I did. I, You know, I just think I'm a little insecure after that uh, gay erotica reading. Well, you should be insecure after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Joe, what have you been playing this week? Well, I played some Bounty Hunter, unfortunately, and I am still playing Space Justice on mobile and Trials. Space Justice. What is, you know, I don't care. <laughs> didn't I ask you what Space Justice was last week? No, you didn't let me tell you what it was either. Yeah, good, because I don't care. It sounds dumb. It's a dumb name, for sure. Space Justice. So that's like what? justice in space. It's a it's a <laughs> is is space justice different than justice spaceship. elsewhere? No, not really. You're still just blowing Earth stuff up. It's justice. <laughs> is, is this going to be a whole series? Mars justice. No, I think Mars is in space. Well, but Mars is a planet, so maybe it's planet yeah. justice. Yeah, that could be a different thing. But this isn't planet justice, <laughs> planet though. This just- is space justice. Well, technically, Earth is in space, too. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, technically, so everything is in space. So it's all covered. Right. When you're in space. It's so all covered. Why didn't they just call it Universal Justice? Because space That would have been better. That's a good it's title. space justice. I thought so, too. 
That's much better than Space Justice. This sounds stupid, and I don't care what it's about. I also don't care that you're still playing Trials. That game is terrible. However, it is so preferable to Bounty Hunter. Jason, what have you been playing this week? Well, uh, you two made me play Bounty Hunter, and um, I'll never forgive you for that. So um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the road a lot lately, and so I've been taking uh, my SNES Classic with me and playing A Link to the Past. So we were talking about- Oh, uh, that's such a good game. Yeah, we were talking about Zelda not too long ago, and I had the opportunity to- uh, blow an hour or two every night, and so I, I hook it up to the hotel TV, and I'm uh, wandering around Hyrule, uh, killing things and blocking rocks with my shield. And then, <laughs> right, of but course, it's, it's not mild, <laughs> right? And then, of course, I uh, play Simpsons Tapped Out every uh, day. I don't. <sighs> Whatever. Well, I don't even know. What to say? I don't, why do I even ask you what you play? I don't anymore? know. I don't know. But what are you playing now? You know what? That's the first time anyone's ever asked me. And thank you so much, Jason. Yeah, well, awesome. I think about you, man. Thanks, buddy. I, I, I appreciate that. See, Joe, he thinks about me. I've been playing um, Homescapes on the phone. What is that? It's a dumb game. So it's basically uh, Bejeweled, but... You have to earn tokens in order to fix up your parents' house. I'm I'm bored thinking about it. What else have you been playing? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Is that like, it? Is that all you've been yeah, playing this yeah, week? C- Civilization Six. So I mean, but I play that every week. So you're playing Home Improvement Mobile and Bounty Hunter. <laughs> oh my god! It's a rough week. You live no uh, uh, yeah. foul yeah. mood. You live such yeah. an exciting life. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, this is this is the life that a jet setter like myself uh, has chosen. Uh, I also put together. Maybe you hear the difference in my voice this evening, or this morning, or this afternoon, wherever it is you are in time right now. Uh, it's because I've got new equipment. I got a brand new microphone. Uh, the battle station here is now complete. It is fully operational and. Um, that's a Star Wars reference for you. That was a terrible one at that. So yep. that was my week. I also smoked a cigar last night. It was very nice. Uh, when I say very nice, it was 35 out here. So I got to smoke a cigar in the garage. It was a great little cigar in Lugione, uh Lugione Rex is what it's called. A La Grande Classe. And very, very good cigar. Neither of you care. Not really. Okay. Perfect. Moving on. <laughs> Jeez, let's just talk about gaming news. Uh, apparently, Anthem was... Like, I, so is Anthem breaking PS4s or not? So not entirely. So it was crashing PS4s and they would be unresponsive, but they weren't actually bricked. You would you just have to go into recovery mode and then have to rebuild the database and then it would fire back up again. But it was doing a pretty bad thing to PS4s. So this was doing to PS4s what what uh, Fallout 76 was doing to Xboxes. Yep. Yeah, it's causing PS4s to have strokes. Yes. The PS4 is trying to off itself so it doesn't have to play Anthem. That's how bad this game is. Like, okay, which one's the bigger dumpster fire? 
I think Fallout seventy six or seventy six is still yeah. Worse. I'm still I'm still giving that to Fallout seventy six. <laughs> like by I think by a pretty good margin at this point still. I mean, some people Seriously? are actually getting some satisfaction out of Anthem. Um, they're they're actually working on getting some of the the flaws in Anthem fixed, and people are kind of actually enjoying it. Uh, it is causing PS4s to crash, but I think Xbox and PCs are are doing okay. Um, they haven't leaked. Just, they haven't leaked everybody's personal information yet. True, true. <laughs> they haven't true. started banning people for finding their bugs yet. Yeah. And, and they got a long way to a, go before their fallout. It's actually got some yeah. gameplay involved, some missions. You can actually do things. So <laughs> you can actually do things. Yeah, there are, are actually I, things to do. So I mean I still think it's got a, a big a big margin between it and Fallout. Yeah, but this is still a pretty serious thing. Like this is the Fallout seventy six of twenty nineteen. So far. So far, yeah. yeah. I mean, they could still I, fix it, but they have to fix it like Right now, or people are going to not care. Right. So Beth- Bethesda was like, "We're the worst game of all time," and Anthem was like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> I still, Watch I still this. think Fallout's way worse. <laughs> but uh, oh, you could do that to a uh, to a Xbox. Look what we could do to a PS4. Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah, uh, this is just it, it is a it, it's a dumpster fire. It's just not a raging dumpster fire like Fallout seventy six. Truth is that is that fair? That's yeah, a fair smoldering statement. dumpster fire. I would say, yeah, <laughs> smoldering dumpster fire uh yeah well all right i suppose maybe they can put it out just like nintendo is trying to put out microtransactions yay yeah somebody doing the right thing for once oh man this is huge nintendo is asking mobile developers to kind of cool it with their microtransactions because nintendo got a rep to keep yo yeah well, and good do. you know good for them yeah they 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 are the family-friendly kid-friendly company and having your game lousy with microtransactions is not a good look and this is this thing this is a good choice no i i i don't disagree jason yeah and i think this is indicative of a different view on corporate culture they're not they're not chasing every last dollar possible they're thinking about their reputation and their future Yep. Now, uh, the uh, in 2018 at the computer entertainment developers conference uh there was a Nintendo game designer who actually cautioned against nickel and diming players to death. And he's like, you guys have to fix this. So this isn't new out of Nintendo. Like there have been, uh, there have been designers inside the company pushing for this for at least a year or so now. Right. So this was when they first announced that they were uh, going to be using third party developers for their mobile games and may having a larger mobile presence. They, they, I don't remember the exact wording, but they made a comment about um, not going too far with microtransactions. Like it's been on their on their head uh, the whole time, but it seems like a couple of these contracted developers have sort of been pushing that that boundary as the game's been coming out, and I think this is them putting their foot down on how far they're letting them push it. And what I worry about is, you know, with them, you know, pushing back and saying, cool it on the microtransactions, that they're going to push away some of their third party developers that want to chase, you know, that last penny and that their mobile games and their mobile platforms might suffer because, you know, they they just don't have the third party interest uh, to create those those mega games. So Cyber Agent Incorporated, who is the parent company of Dragalia Lost which is the game that Nintendo told to cool it. 
because they're apparently Dragalia Lost wasn't making a whole lot of money to begin with. They were they were short of expectations. Well, the uh, uh, the uh, the parent company told the Wall Street Journal, "quote I'm going to quote them here. This is a direct quote. And again, all of these articles will be in our show notes." Uh, Nintendo is not interested in making a large amount of revenue from a single smartphone game. If we managed the game alone, we would have made a lot more. End quote. Obviously, they're not happy with this decision. Yeah, because they want to nickel and dime their players. Yeah. And that's what that uh, that's what every one of these mobile games do, which is why I have always said you should just play mobile games for 10, 15, 20 minutes, put it down. And you'll never be tempted to spend more than two or three bucks in one of these. Yeah, I would much rather play a mobile game that cost me two or three bucks but didn't microtransaction me for every little thing rather than have a, a free mobile game that, you know, I have to push five, ten bucks into just to get through the paywall. Just to get through the first paywall. And then, then the second paywall comes up and then they want 20 bucks to get through the second time. Sure. And it continues. It's dirty. But this isn't this isn't something that's all that new to video games, is it? I mean, this is what the arcade was back in the day. It wasn't that there was a paywall. It was just they would make the game so incredibly difficult that you would have to dump hundreds of dollars into it in order to complete the game. Well, kind of. I mean, there were some games out there that you could glean a lot of entertainment and a lot of time on without spending, you know, five, ten bucks. Um, when uh, Street Fighter came out, I mean, if you got good at Street Fighter and people were challenging you, the the person that won got to got to play the again. So uh, you could you could sit at a Street Fighter uh, console and for a, a quarter play all day if you were good enough. I was never that good. That's the difference. A lot of these mobile games, the paywalls are legitimate paywalls. No matter how good you are, you can't progress through the game past a certain point unless you start spending money. And that wasn't the case in arcade games. If you had a an abundance of talent, you could play all day on your single entry. Yeah. Or if you if you were able to to figure out the pattern um, and were good enough to to hold to that pattern and 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 move through it without dying, yeah, you could you could stay all day at an arcade on a single uh, quarter or two. I could Unless not. you were playing Dragon's was... Lair, and that game was awful. <laughs> that game was revolutionary. It was. And then you paid a dollar to die in two seconds. Okay, well, <laughs> get good, scrub. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you know what I, I would pay good money to play right now is uh, uh, a Nintendo game that was never released. Like a... Called... Maybe a wrestling game? Oh, dude, Road to WrestleMania. Uh, this is uh, this is called the UWC. Is that the ultimate? I don't even know what that stands for. I'm going to guess Ultimate U Wrestling Championship, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. It looks this pretty supposed cool. To, yeah, like this was supposed to come out, what, uh, 89? Yep. And it never did. Yeah, it it, it, it looks really good for a, a Nintendo game. I watched some video gameplay of it, and the, the sprites on it looked really good. I'm surprised that this game didn't come out. And what I suspect is they didn't have licensing for the, the characters that they were using in the game. I would imagine not, because here are the characters in the game. For all of you old school wrestling fans, 
Here it is. I'm going to break it down for you. Legion of Doom, Sting, Road Warrior Hawk, Bobby Eaton, Ric Flair, and at the very tail end, uh, Barry Windham. Like, those are some big old school wrestling names right there. Oh, yeah. The Road Warriors were huge, you know, back in the 80s. Uh, wrestler um, oh, Ric Flair was a great bad woo! guy back in the 80s. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, I, I stopped what watching. What do you mean 80s? Back in the 80s. He stopped wrestling like two two months ago. <laughs> well, I stopped watching wrestling like when I turned, you know, 12. So yeah, it, was, it was a couple of years ago. He stopped wrestling a few years ago. So I haven't watched wrestling just, since the 80s. Okay. I have. I And I love it. I absolutely love it. So there's lots of old school wrestlers in here. I want to play this game. Is there any way we can play this game now? Uh, yeah, they're releasing the wrong. Yeah. So I wonder if this is just another one of those games. So it seems like every time a uh, NES game comes out that was never released, it's in this 89 to 90 window. Um, and it had like a bunch of casualties of development shifting to the Super Nintendo. I wonder if that's what happened to this game. I wonder if this game was slated, just wasn't finished, and they canceled it to work on SNES games. That's what I mean. That's what happened with Star Fox 2. I mean, it happened with a lot of games, right? In this, like this two, three year window right here. Yeah, and and that's a good point, and that might be the case. Um, if you if you watch the video gameplay of the game, there's some what kind of looks like a light bar underneath the uh, the health meter and the name of the wrestlers. Um, that doesn't do anything in the game. So I'm wondering if, you know, this this was an incomplete game. They, they didn't have it finished. Either they scrapped it because they couldn't get the licensing or they ran out of money or, you know, the SNES was on the horizon and they just didn't want to pour any more time and, and effort into this. And it took forever to knock the, the opponent's health down. Man, it was like a it was like a five minute match. What's your favorite wrestling game of all time? Go. Yeah, I can't think really? of one. Um, really? Really? <laughs> I can't think of one. It's been so wow. long. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Uh I have played a couple of wrestling games here and there, but I've never even watched wrestling. It's never been my thing. I, I, I don't believe that because you could be a wrestler. I could I like I, I could even give you I could give you a persona and everything. I could give you a gimmick. You could you would be you would not be a baby face. Why don't yeah. you work on that? I could I'll, You would be a heel. We can we can we can play act this. I'll do it. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll do that. My favorite was WCW versus NWO on the N sixty four. Wow, I, I that's would still really play that specific. all day long. That is the, so good, so good, almost as good as respawn banning three hundred and fifty thousand PC Apex Legends cheaters since launch. Yay, respawn! This is good and bad though. This is. I mean, good on them for getting rid of all those players, but also this um, this is a report in the wake of a lot of people complaining about how many cheaters they're encountering in the game, and this was what really killed PUBG when PUBG and uh, Fortnite were still kind of neck and neck, is that PUBG got overrun with cheaters and people stopped playing. Yeah, so, but I mean, this is less than 1% of their total population right now. 355,000 uh, cheaters that they've banned compared to the 50 million players that it has right now? That they've banned. But if you look at people playing, there's a lot of complaints. I think this is a small percentage of the people who are cheating. 
It I might be. You think? I think I think there are all people are there are rampant, including um like Shroud, who is a big competitive gamer on Twitch, uh, who's got a big following. He has walked away from Apex after being a launch partner because of the amount of cheating in it. So like they've got a they've got a legit problem on their hands that they have to deal with. It looks like they're working on it. They also talk in this article about um, contracting out with some third-party anti-cheat software to get a better uh, grip on it. But if they don't get a grip on it now, this could be the way of PUBG for them, where people just start migrating back to Fortnite or whatever because the cheating is just too much. Yeah, it might. Um, I kind of take people yelling cheater with a grain of salt, too, because a lot of times they're just trying to hide their own bad play. I mean, well, hell, I've done it, so... yeah. But like when you're watching Twitch and there's a dude uh, no scoping you from across the map with a pistol, yeah, that's that probably a cheater. Yeah, I mean it's some of the some of the videos of people pointing out cheaters on YouTube are pretty clear that there are some aimbots going on. Yeah, no, for sure. I think everybody that you and I played, Joe. Uh, those, those they were all cheaters. No, I'm without just, a doubt. I, I'm just bad, and you're even worse. So I don't even. No, that's not. I don't think that's right. I think we were playing against cheaters, and respawn is finally taking this seriously. I'm you're glad right. they're taking it seriously, though. I'm glad that they're doing something. Hopefully, it's enough. Because I'm pretty sure that you and Joe are probably the best players in the game. Oh, for sure, without a doubt, on yep. the planet, on the planet. <sighs> No one believes that. Not one person <laughs> no. believes that. No. Yeah, but like like Jason said, there's 50 million people playing this in the like. I don't know. 50 million people in one month is a huge. Yeah, launch. but come on. How many people are in Apex is it really? Legends? I don't. I don't know if this is a Fortnite killer. Everybody says it is. I don't think it's a Fortnite killer, but it is definitely eating in. Actually, just a little like. Uh, slice of life evidence here. Um, the guy, one of the guys I work with, came up to me and he was like, "Hey, have you heard of this this Apex game? I was over my my brother's house and his his kids were telling me all about it. And they're saying that everybody in their school is playing that now, and Fortnite's gone. So like, it's it's getting the kids. It's like it's making a dent. Um, as long as they're off my lawn, I don't care where they go or what they're playing. <laughs> well, you don't like Fortnite at all, and this might be the thing that that. But that's what I like this game. Yeah, this is I like this game. This is a good game, and I think that's it's, what I'm. I, I don't want to play it now. Why? Because all the kids are playing it, and I suck at it. We just talked about this. <laughs> um, it's still fun. Whatever. Uh, I don't. We got to play some more. Uh, I mean, gotta, it, Jason, have you? I'm sorry. Have you played Apex Legends? No, not yet. Um, okay, it's it's on the radar though. The three of us got to squad just, up. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's squad. No, up. because next week we'll be playing playing the Division Two. Yeah, but we have, have all the way until then to do it. <laughs> I don't know because we have a 90 gigabyte patch on the PlayStation Four. Oh my gosh, this is awful. I mean that's the entire this game. What's the what's the point of buying a disc if you're just going to download the entire game anyway? This is we have had a number of discussions about this and I'm super frustrated with these giant day one patches, but I'm also just defeated. Like they just keep getting bigger. This is not the first 60 plus gigabyte day one patch we've had in the last year. It's just the way it is now. It's 
it's I think it's awful, but at least I would I mean I would rather have a 90 gigabyte day one patch than a broken game. So hopefully it's not broken. I I I don't know. I'd rather them get it right the first time instead of having these giant day one patches. Yeah. That's what I would like. I would, I would like that, to have a we're, we're not going to go back game. to that. Well, and we're not and and people who buy it digitally, I don't I don't know that that's true. Look at Spider-Man didn't have this. Spider-Man had a pretty good size day one patch, but it wasn't 90 gigabytes. It wasn't 90 gigs. I'd be okay with half of this. I'd be like, fine. All right, you know, 45 gigs, whatever. Well, and if you were playing on PC or Xbox, it would be that size. And that's what worries me is this is just for PS4. And we're playing it on a PS4 because there's because we all have a PS4. And there's other players that want to play with us on the PS4. It's just, it's the common platform that we have between us but i'm really worried about the optimization because this patch or just the game size itself is twice as big as what it is on the pc and the xbox so why is that maybe they don't want it to brick your ps4 like anthem well maybe but if they have to you know bloat the size of the actual program itself to double that of you know the pc and the xbox versions that doesn't bode well well, it depends on what it is. Uh, they don't say at all what it is. Uh, it could be different texture format, file format size, or file formats that make different sizes. It could be. Uh, well, yeah, well, but I mean that's the problem, though, right? If your textures on the PS4 are twice as big as your textures on the Xbox, then it's going to take twice as much memory and twice as much processing power to to push those textures. Yeah, but I. Played a bunch of that beta and it looked great and it didn't have any performance problems. So, <laughs> well, I, I I hope that's the case. I really do because I'm looking forward to this game and looking forward to playing with everybody. And I'd really hate to get in this game and it and it you know performs like trash. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a group clan guild thing going on. Uh, Shiner's gonna start that on Monday because he's the only one of us dumb enough to spend 120 dollars on the game. <laughs> So the rest of us will be in on Thursday or Friday whenever this thing launches. And uh, yeah, like he'll be the only one there. He'll be super high level and he can just join our group and get us through all the missions. I don't think you're dumb, Shiner. I think you're enthusiastic. No, I think you're pretty dumb. You know how many cigars you could buy for 120 bucks? <laughs> just saying. Uh, speaking of dumb things, and that's the only time I'll use the speaking of segue today. Uh, is the uh, uh, we talked about this last week? We talked about Google uh, streaming service for games. They they have a patent now for a Google game controller, so this seems to be like it might be a thing. Yeah. So what was it? Three weeks or four weeks ago? We talked about there were rumors that Apple might be starting a streaming service. Um, yep. Now here we are, two weeks in a row with like very solid evidence. You know, Google has a. Last week we had talked about Google has a. Uh, keynote at GDC this year. Now we're seeing controllers coming through patented. Uh, looks kind of like a generic copy of a PS4 controller, a little bit. Um, Kinda. But uh, I think we're going to get this streaming service sooner than later. And um, the tech works really well from what I've seen. And if it's actually the Netflix for games kind of model that they are shooting for. This could be pretty awesome. This could be a real game changer. Yeah, I would uh 
I would take this with a grain of salt, though, because Google's got a history of, of bringing products to market and then dumping them or bringing products almost to market and then dumping them. Uh, don't forget about Google Glass. Yeah, but yeah. They, they dumped Google Glass for um, for consumers pretty quick, but it stuck around in enterprise for quite a while. Well, I mean, but I don't see a lot of enterprise application for a streaming game service. No, but that—that's what I mean, though, is that like they didn't—they didn't dump Google Glass. They just focused it on their uh, target audience. This is obviously not for enterprise, but if if this takes off and is successful, I mean, oh yeah, I mean it, it could be a it could be a a great thing for Google, and they could uh, they could really make their mark on a on the streaming gaming service. I mean, it works like very well, and with if this if it continues to improve from where it was eight months ago um, and it launches, this could be like console quality gaming in the browser on your phone. And that would be awesome. I think uh, with the, I don't know, with the focus on first person shooters, battle royales and, and fighting games though, in the, in the gaming world, I, I don't think it's going to be as, big as what Google may want it to be and I'm just afraid that they're going to abandon it like they have so many of their other products. I don't know. We're seeing a lot more games uh, announced and coming out in the past couple of years that are story-driven experiences than we had previously. I mean, some of the biggest selling games of the last year or so were story-driven single-player games like Red Dead and uh, God of War mm -hmm. and... Um, Assassin's Creed games. I mean, those are all games that are perfect for this yeah. and big, huge selling games. And if you're not playing the multiplayer, I mean, even like um, racing games would be fine on this if you're not playing competitively. Uh, first person shooter in campaign mode would be fine on this. Uh, like this, and it can if it continues to get better, you know, maybe you get away with playing fighting games on it. It's just not at like a fighting at evo competitive level but for casual like at home gamers that just want to play street fighter and don't want to buy it yeah so this is by no means a console killer oh no this no. is but this is no this all is, this will do is if the technology's there it will enhance consoles yeah i mean i'm cautiously oh, I wouldn't optimistic say enhan i wouldn't say enhance consoles because you won't need a console for it um well you won't need one but if 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 nintendo uh, Xbox, their their joining forces works out, and Xbox comes out with a streaming service, and they put that on on Nintendo. I mean, I I don't I, I don't know that there's I don't know that there's room for for Google uh, or for Apple to do this, especially if Microsoft, because it sounds like this is where Microsoft is headed, and I wouldn't be shocked. If we started getting news that PlayStation is looking into the same thing and PlayStation is going to start integrating something like this into the PS5. Well, I mean, PlayStation already has something like this. Nah, but it's well, they tried it with the, with the PS Vita where you could play your PlayStation games on your PlayStation through the PS Vita over network. And that well, they went have, nowhere fast. They have PlayStation now. Or, yeah, right. PlayStation but it's now. like $20 a month. Right. And well, what do you think? This isn't going to be free. You well, know? I understand it's not going to be free. The Xbox thing but is ten dollars a net, month. What's Netflix? Nine bucks a month? Fourteen bucks a month? Fourteen, yeah. Right in that, right in yeah. that ballpark. 
Yeah, Hulu is what? Like you can do Hulu for even cheaper if you if you get well, right the ad. So tier. they don't have any tiers. There's no tier system for this. It PlayStation's like it's twenty bucks, take it or leave it. Yeah. Well, we don't know any details on this Google thing at all, besides the fact that it's coming. Um, so who knows what we'll see. But if this is um, not just... Because the other problem with the... For now, uh, although they are working on it, with the Xbox and uh, PlayStation services, are they are primarily just first-party games. If Google gets this going and it is, hey, pay us $15 a month and you can play all these third-party games... And you don't even need a good computer. All you need is this controller and a Chrome browser or your phone or a laptop then and a decent internet connection. And they their decent internet connection for their beta test for this was 25 megs. That's all you needed. Um, like they weren't even talking crazy internet, like just a decent internet connection. And um, you could, this could be for people who don't want to spend $500 on a paperweight, um, Hey, <laughs> this <laughs> this could be this could be a really cheap way to just turn whatever hardware you have now into a really solid gaming uh, solution. Okay, well, I mean, we'll see. I guess it's all well. Yeah, we'll just we gotta see what they announce. But like, no, there's definitely something coming. This yeah. is and it's if if they are putting a bunch of power behind this, if this thing launches with Google putting their resources behind it. It could make, I think this could make big waves. Um, Cause if it comes out, it's going to be, if it comes out better than it as good or better than the beta and is reliable and affordable, it's going to be, be ahead of what Xbox has and be first to market with wow. this kind of system. You're really, you're really high on this, on this, really this is. whole Google thing, dude. I was, I like, so the Xbox thing doesn't really exist yet. Right. It kind of does, but you download the games and they're not really there. The Sony thing is bad right now. It's yes. I, I've used it. The, the latency is un, kind of unusable. This Google thing works really well. It worked really well in beta in whatever that was, August or so, whenever that was. I can't remember exactly. Um, if this launches this year, it's going to beat everybody else to market with a far superior product than they have. Um, it could make big waves. Hmm. I can tell you what's not launching. That's a game called Rape Day. Ugh. Now, if you are a parent and you're listening to this, I apologize. You may want to skip ahead five, ten minutes or so until we're done talking about this game. This is a very graphic game that was set to come out on Steam. Uh, this game is uh, it's it's a sick game. It is a sick and twisted game that. Uh, for a game called Rape Day, does exactly what you might think that game would do. Everything about this is disgusting. They I mean they, it's called Rape Day. It's exactly what you think it is, and they list it as a dark comedy. Like this is yeah, because you know rape is the height yeah. of hilarity. Yeah, this is just a disgusting thing in every way. I'm trying really hard to be as PC as I possibly can because I don't. I don't care what's in the game. Choose to play it. Choose not to play it. I don't care. Like they have, they can make it. I'm all for it. They want to make it great. I don't have to play it. Uh, the, uh, the gameplay is advertised as quote violence, sexual assault, 
non-consensual sex, which is pretty much the definition of rape, obscene language, necrophilia, and incest. So I don't think they left anything out there. I think they hit all of the uh, check marks yeah, they, on what makes they a sure terrible. Went, they sure went all the way. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't go halfway. Steam decided that there was enough backlash. They didn't want to put this game out. They said we're not going to publish this game. Like it's just the end of it, right? Steam Steam came out with with a uh, uh, with an announcement on Wednesday uh, that read over the past week. Uh, you may have heard about a game called Rape Day coming soon to Steam. Today we've decided not to distribute this game. On Steam, much of our policy around what we distribute is and must be reactionary. We simply have to wait and see what comes to us via Steam Direct. We then have to make a judgment call about any risk it puts to Valve, our developer partners, or our customers. After significant fact-finding and discussion, we think Rape Day poses unknown costs and risks and therefore won't be on Steam. End quote. That should have been the end of it. That should have been it. Done. It's not coming out on Steam. You're going to have to get it somewhere else. You want to play a sick, perverted, twisted game, you got to go somewhere else and play it. Should have been the end of it. Unfortunately, it's 2019, and that wasn't the end of it. Instead, you get people criticizing Steam for their language that they used in their statement because they didn't give a condemnation of a game that they're not publishing. They're not giving condemnation for a game that people feel nobody should ever play because it's so sick and twisted and perverted. And there are tweets about this. And, you know, Steam made a, a very business-like um, argument for why they took the game off of Steam or why they didn't publish the game on Steam. And it's valid. And, uh, you know, that's their choice on on how they worded that statement. I think they missed an opportunity by not condemning this game uh, to the fullest extent. Um, I think they could have done a, a lot for their image by, you know, saying we will not accept trash games like this on our platform. And that probably would have brought a lot of people onto the Steam platform, probably a lot more than, than the statement that they put out. So while I don't necessarily disagree with the with what they did, um, I mean they're they're a business. They put out a very business like sterile statement. Fine if that's what they want to do, but um, I think they I think they were a little too conservative on on the statement that they issued. I think they they should have been a lot more. Uh, they should have put a lot more condemnation in their statement. Yeah, I mean, I understand that I don't think the reaction people being super angry that they didn't ban it for the reasons that they wanted uh, is necessarily the right reaction instead of celebrating the victory. Um, but also, this is definitely a super tone-deaf statement. Like, this is uh, an opportunity. This, I mean, if PR, if your job is PR, you should know that this is the culture we're living in right now and how you should deal with it, whether or not you agree with the politics behind that. That is the culture we're in. And if you are in PR, that is your job to deal with that appropriately. I disagree with that. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I don't think that it's a business, it's just, uh, a business's uh, place to take place in a, in what is uh, what I perceive as a culture war. Absolutely not. 
Why? They don't have to virtue signal because they, it's not their job to virtue signal. No, but it's they are pub, a business. It's public no, relations. If the public is going to have outcry no. over your yes, is your public and relations is to off. have good they, relations with the public. And they reacted to that and they took it off their platform. It's not their job to to go on and say, not only did we take it off our platform, but this is vile. This is evil. Nobody should ever make a game like this. We condemn this in the they're not. They didn't a have country. to do that. All they had to say was that that the, the, is, is exactly that the, what people no, want. No, this, people would have been totally happy like if they, they had want, come out no, and say, hey, they wanted an active contrition. They wanted an active contrition from well, a company that didn't even make the game. Hey, all they wanted, all they would all they would have needed was for Steam to come out and say, the things that this game portrays do not at all align with the values of our company. This game is not going to be on our platform. Saying that, which immediately says, hey, we don't want this. This is gross. But they didn't say that. They said that this causes a business risk to us. And that is what people are objecting to. All they, didn't, they didn't have to go on a 47-page tirade about it. They just needed to if have some condemnation. If you have to tell people that rape doesn't align with your values as a company, then there's an issue. But, I mean, would you, from this statement, be assured that rape doesn't align with their values? Or maybe that the backlash from people uh, seeing a rape game on their platform might cause significant risk to their bottom line? Yeah, I don't, I don't, get, I don't get my morality from, from a game publisher. No, but, but this, I don't get this my morality goes from exactly that. to what you just said. You said that you said that if somebody has to tell you that rape is bad, but that's that's not what Steam was doing. They they weren't saying we think rape is bad. That's why we're not putting it because on Because they there. shouldn't have to say it. Rape is bad. Okay, but like I don't understand why they have to virtue signal. Why they have not to be morality for virtue everybody. Virtue signaling and that is virtue signaling. And you, you can't That is exactly and what businesses it is. can't have it both ways. They can't be, you know, standoffish and say no no, we 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 can't push our values on people and then also, you know, be able to uh, act as people by uh, Citizens United on the Supreme Court. They can't have a voice and then say no no, we're we're not going to use it either. So it's one way or the why? other. Why? It's their choice. It is their I choice. But your point is I don't understand. Your, your point is that companies should not use their voice. That companies should not no. have a voice to use. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is they need to be judicious in how they use that voice. They need to be very careful in how they use it because it is not their responsibility. It is not their job to virtue signal. Look at the backlash that Gillette got. From their stupid commercial. Okay, but we're, we're not talking about a culture war here. We're talking about... It is a culture no, we're war. we're talking Absolutely about... Really? Rape and dry is things part of a like, culture war? Yeah. We're talking about cut and dry things. Like, no, rape is no, bad. Hold like, on. If this hold was, on. If this was... If this was... Hold on. Hold on. I... I it, it's not that I don't think rape is, isn't bad, because rape is obviously bad. And, and the fact that I have to say that is, is, is a little ridiculous. But it is okay... For a gaming developer to put out a game that simulates rape, it doesn't hurt anybody, not physically. It may hurt a woman who has been through it, but I doubt she's buying a game called Rape Day. So it doesn't hurt anybody. They are free to make it in a free society. We don't have to like what they say, but they certainly have the right to say it. Mm -hmm. So I don't need a company to say, 
we're going to take this off of here because it, 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 it's affecting our bottom line. But we also condemn it. I don't need their condemnation. Okay, well, because by it's, the same it's logic, people's then, choice. If they if they have the right to say how whatever they want and to to not say, hey, this game doesn't align with our values. If they have the right to be super business like by this, then everybody uh-huh. who objects to their reaction has the right to object to it, and this is a non conversation. No, it's. I think that it has to be a conversation. It's in the popular culture. It's in the gaming culture, so it has to be a conversation. And the fact that people are making a big deal out of them not saying it makes it a conversation. Right, but because have, it's not have, a big they, deal. They have the right to be upset about it just as much as... as well, sure, they about, can have their yeah. opinion. I have no problem with that. I'm telling you their opinion's wrong. Yeah, I'm telling I you think, that it's not a company's, it's I'm, not a company's I'm telling place you to do that, that. I'm telling you that Valve made a poor decision by not having a better crafted message. I say they didn't. I say they made a business decision and it wasn't poor at all. Well... The poor the, decision the, the would have been leaving it on sure. their platform. The business decision for sure was uh, getting rid of it. Uh, it was a poor decision. The, that, which was a the decision they needed to make. Right. And from they did. From a PR standpoint, they, they handled it wrong. This they is, did not. Yes, they did. Absolutely, absolutely not. And the fact wrong. that people think that. Yeah. This, no, no, I, this no, is, I, no, I, I reject P, that. Do you know what PR is? Do you know what PR's yes, job is? Yes, absolutely I do. What and is PR reacted. They reacted to the pushback, and they took it off their platform. Before it was even released, they said, we're not going to release this. Right. So they reacted to it. But they okay, gave so public a relations crappy done. reason. They don't have to preach. It wasn't a crappy reason. It was a business reason, and that's, they were honest. It was, For it was once, bad PR. a company it was, was honest. Bad it was not PR. bad PR. It was Absolutely honest. Absolutely not. It was honest, but like I said, they missed an opportunity to bring more people towards their platform. I don't believe And that, that would have been a good business decision as well. By not condemning this game, I don't believe that how, at all. How do you it's not, not believe their place that? to condemn it? It's it may not, not their place, be their to, place to condemn it, it but they, they can condemn, certainly condemn it if they, they condemn want. This game. Oh, sure, absolutely. We're going to condemn this game because it's ultra violent. Now what? What's the precedent that's been set? No, no, no. This game's no, 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 no. They, they no. were not no. so condemning this game because no, it's because ultra violent. A little. They are condemning this game because it involves rape. No, that's no. That is why because they were rape, is this game. rape is violence. Rape is violence. Rape is a very specific violence. kind of violence. It doesn't matter. Rape is violence. It doesn't matter. No, it does. You're absolutely right. Black black content content because does words matter. Here. No, because words matter, and because in this day and age, you give a little, they take a lot. The envelope and the line in culture in society keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Yeah, and but it's rape not has a been business. on the wrong side it of that line for a long a time. Business. It's not the job of the business to condemn anything. It's the job of the business to what to determine whether or not they want to release a game, and that's what they did. That's the end of the story. That right. should and be the end of the story. They have to deal with repercussions. If they don't want to to virtue signal you as this. you say then they can deal with the repercussions nope. if i can tell you this, this public i backlash, stopped buying gillette products and i will continue to play games on steam if steam had condemned this game i would stop playing games on steam why because that's a lie I think you definitely would be- oh, i absolutely would no you wouldn't you that would is, not, you that would is not throw away your entire library that has got to be one of the have dumbest five things i've ever steam. heard somebody condemns a game that glorifies rape and you're going to stop playing it because they won't allow it on their platform? Yeah, because I don't need them to virtue signal. They're not virtue signaling. They're saying this game is disgusting and goes against our values. We're not going to allow it on our our platform. 
How is that that's virtue a very, signaling? That's a very cut and dry thing. This isn't this isn't virtue signaling. This isn't taking some stand in a this culture war. This is virtue war. signaling. This is, Absolutely. This is saying rape is bad, and that's not a no, hard thing to say. Because they said, they said we're not going to publish the game. We're listening to the people. That's what they said. They said, that's all they need to say. They don't need to condemn anything. They said they're not publishing the game because it poses a risk to their company. Absolutely. They didn't say what that risk was. It does. That's tone deaf and matter. cold, and it was the it wrong It is absolutely message. not. Yes, I it is. Completely disagree with. Well, Buffy. good, you're wrong. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you can totally disagree. You can and be that's wrong. the beauty of this. You can disagree with us and be wrong all you want. I and the, the two of you are absolutely in that boat. Yeah, we're disagreeing with you, and you're wrong. <laughs> we are in that boat. You know what? You know what other boat we're in? We're all in the same boat because we had to play bounty. Oh, Hunter. which is again well, uh, another can, wrong game that should never have been. Made. Can we all condemn this? Can we get Steam to condemn uh, this? Are you afraid we're going to be virtue signaling if we do? <laughs> Maybe don't virtue signal. <laughs> this is this right, is the so, worst thing I've done to myself in a long time, and I play right, Kingdom Hearts. So, so before we move on, before we move, on, I just want to say, like, look, I can I condemn rape. Like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, I, I do. I just don't see that it's a big deal that they didn't. I just don't. I, I don't see that it's a huge deal that they didn't. I think it was a missed opportunity. I think they should have. I think they should have really, you know, said, you know. We don't like rape. We don't like rape games on our platform. I think that would have. I think that would have been a much better message. Maybe, but I, I yeah, like it would have been know. a much better. It would have been a much better PR. We move. don't like rape. I just feel like that'd be weird coming out of a out of a PR guy's <laughs> mouth. Yeah, we don't like rape. Well, Duh. Nobody likes rape. No else. Nobody likes bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Bounty hunter. Yeah, all right. Let's just talk about Oh my gosh, this game gave me a headache. I played this game and it gave me a headache. Kind of like this last conversation. Like this last conversation did. I knew we made a bad choice in the first two minutes when I had to fight that stupid thing in the pit. And I tried to, I couldn't figure out how to aim because all of the controls are inverted in in weird. You didn't have to aim. That's the great thing about it. Yeah. You didn't have to. You could have just pressed the fire button. That's the best part of this game is the the auto lock-on. And even that didn't work it. very well. You need it because without it, you can't do anything. Right? Yeah, the game, is, the controls are awful. Yeah, I tried yeah, to move is, the yeah. camera because I was, you know, circle strafing, and then I, I tried to get to the the next enemy, and I was moving the camera the wrong way, and I swear I was about to have a stroke. My head started hurting because <laughs> it was like, no, you're moving the camera this way, but it's moving the different direction. It was giving me vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> this. <laughs> This, so this game was released in, in 2002. So I want to put some context behind that, all right? Just like a, a slight bit of context. This game came out after Grand Theft Auto 3. And, <laughs> yeah, okay. And like six, seven years after uh, Shadows of the Empire, which is the Star Wars game that I have a bunch of nostalgia for. And I went back and played like five minutes of that. It controls way better than this. <laughs> Just, just as a <laughs> as a contextual thing, like the controls make sense in that game. I don't know what is going on with this game. Yeah, so this is a 17 year old game, almost 17. It's 16 years old, and uh, yeah, it's not it's not good. But we're gonna do retro reviews every week leading up to Star Wars Celebration, like I said at the top of the show. And we're not gonna look at these older games like we, you know, look through most things with rose colored glasses of nostalgia. We're going to look at these games and see how they hold up. Uh, let's talk, we're going to do this just like we do every other game. Let's talk about graphics. Do they hold up today? Obviously they don't. Right. No. 
But I, I they're think not they, terrible. I think they look good for the time. Yeah, I mean, everything yeah. is, you know, a variation on a square. But the textures are fine. Um, the the character models are are fine for the era. It it didn't look bad. No, I I I that was the first thing that hit me playing it. It's like it looks a little blocky, but it's not terrible. No, everything inside and out is in a corridor. So true. You don't have super long draw distances to deal with. But yeah, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm sure that was a design. Uh, oh, for I'm sure. sure. Yeah, the only yeah. problem I yeah. had was determining what was a door and what wasn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. difficult. There's a lot yeah. of reused textures and and things that look kind of questionable. But yeah, all right. So let's talk about story. Let's move on to story. There's a story. Uh, yeah, it was prequel crap. So I don't care. Yeah, it's hard to follow and it's not very good. No, and it's Django Fett. One of the, just one of the worst characters ever. <laughs> I mean, he's not Jar Jar. Yeah, but I mean, no. he's pretty close. There's not much to him. No, he. Well, oh, look, I'm the clone. Nobody. Yeah, cares. and I think this this game was supposed to kind of flesh out his character because they didn't show a lot of his character in the prequels. They didn't go into a lot of backstory into you know who made Jango Fett the the Mandalorian that they wanted to create the clone uh, army off of. Um. But yeah, this this story didn't didn't help that case at all. Yeah, no, they didn't. They no. definitely didn't achieve that. No, they achieved nothing with this game, except a headache that all three of us share. Yes. Let's talk about the mechanics. Holy balls! The controls on this game so bad. I don't think I can't think yeah. of a game that had worse controls off the top of my ever, head. ever on any system. I can't think of a game I had a harder time with. <laughs> Ever on any system ever in the history of systems that I've played, never once, never this bad. I mean, like I said, yeah, it's terrible. The best part of this game was the was the lock on mechanic, and even that didn't work because you had to turn to face you know an enemy, and you couldn't choose which enemy you locked on. It was just kind of a random enemy in front of you, and heaven forbid if uh, somebody came up from behind you and you had to try and turn around to lock on them because you were probably going to die. My favorite part of this entire experience with this game was like a couple of days into our playtime with this and Jason, you were yelling about not being able to shoot up and I told you you had to manually aim and he threw a fit because they never told you how to manually aim. No, they aim. don't. So when I first started this game, they give you a few tutorial uh, hints. You know, they, they splash some stuff on the screen, you know, hit this button to lock on, hit this button to shoot. And I was like, okay, okay. So I get through that, and I finally get over the, the the headache that I got from trying to change the camera angles. I just I gave up trying to change the the camera. Every opportunity I had, I just didn't even touch the the camera joystick. And then I get to a point in the game where you're in a shooting uh, gallery, and there's a barrier between you and where you need to go, and you can't jump up. Uh, to the second level on the other side, you got to shoot, uh, jump up uh, on the other side of the wall, but you can't get through that barrier. And then I noticed that there was a barrel up there. So I'm like, okay, so I got to shoot this barrel. So then I, I fumbled around for 15 minutes trying to figure out how I was going to shoot the barrel. I was jumping and shooting <laughs> and that was awful. I, I could not figure out how to manual aim. And, and so then I was trying to, you know, run and jump and shoot. And then you can't, you know, jump and run and sh oh, it was awful. And then I finally figured out, oh yeah, 
So it's the R2 button that allows you to manual aim. And so then I thought, okay, well, if I can manual aim, then I'll just run around and manual aim everywhere and shoot things. Oh, no, no. You can't run and manual aim and shoot. <laughs> nope. Nope. Worst controls ever. You can't. Oh, yeah. You can't move while you're scanning targets, which is infuriating. Uh, this, uh, the the con the control decisions in this game are are mind blowing. And jumping's stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it turns as you play more of this game, it turns into like nothing but platforming, and that jumping ah, is so yeah, bad. I know. Uh, even jetpacking is stupid. Yeah. Like they made jetpacking dumb. Yeah, whenever yep. I finally got my jetpack back and I was trying to chase that guy, I mean, he left me in the dust because my jetpack had like, you know, half a second of fuel and then I fell down to the ground. <laughs> I had no right? idea what I was doing. You have to go up or forward. You can't like finesse the stick or anything. Yeah. There's no, there's, oh man, it's not good. Yeah, no, it was stupid. Uh, yeah, and I, whoever put this on the show notes, you're a genius. Why can't you scan dudes after you shoot them? Oh, that drives me crazy. I... Half of them have prices on them when they're dead, so why can't I scan them after I kill them? Because there's, there's half the targets are surrounded by enemies that you that you have to shoot. So you have to try to scan them while you're being shot yep. at. I didn't even so know you, you could yeah. scan them. people. I was wondering why I was getting zero bounties at the end of the levels. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had to scan anybody. You have to scan them first, and then once you scan them, you can tag them. And then after you tag them, you can kill them or capture them, and then you press triangle on them to collect the bounty. Oh, that is awful. That is stupid. Why did we play this game? I believe I believe the Lord Emperor Mike Rondo himself suggested this first. He did. So Mike why Rondo himself uh, said, hey, let's play this. Why don't we this. make him play this game? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Uh, we should also make him play The Phantom Menace. Yeah, we should, actually. Yeah, with us. I don't know what Star Wars game we'll be playing next week, but it won't be this. For sure not. Never again. Uh, the audio, the the music's not terrible, and the voice acting is, uh, you know, it's on par for what it was in 2002. Yeah, yeah it's, those are the, probably the least offensive things in this game. They're, they're, <laughs> bo they're both things I didn't notice until I intentionally tried to notice them. So Right, yes, absolutely. I would agree with that, yes. All right, so let's rate this game. Joe, what do you rate this game? Oh, like a four. I that's generous. Uh, Jason, what are you rating this game? Negative one million. <laughs> how how long did you play this game? Um, I played it for about two hours. Uh, I wish I'd only played it for two hours. <laughs> how long did you play this game, Joe? Uh, I beat the second chapter, the third chapter. <laughs> But but why? Uh, yeah. I, because I spent ten dollars on it, and I needed to get ten dollars out of it. <sighs> yeah, I played for about two hours, and I was like, yeah, I think done. I think hour wise, are probably like four, maybe yeah, probably four hours. That's about five hours too long. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna rate this game about a one. This is, it, it's pretty terrible. Like even for Star Wars, it's pretty. Terrible. I hate this game. I absolutely hate it's this. Really game. Bad. This is the uh, really this is bad. my my least favorite game ever. And that used to go to Battle Cruiser 3000 AD. This is a worse game than Battle Cruiser 3000 AD. What is that? What oh, is you that don't game. I've never heard Battle of Battle Cruiser 3000 AD was a PC game that came out around 1995 that was so incomplete when they released it you couldn't even play it. 
It was it was pre alpha. It was so bad. So it was like Fallout. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was wow. a little bit more complete than Fallout seventy six. I wonder if somebody at Bethesda heard about that game and then just said, I'll "Hold my beer." Yeah, I spent I spent fifty bucks on that game, forty fifty bucks on that game because I mean, PC Gamer and and all of the all of the gaming magazines at that time said it was it was going to do everything. So it was it was a, a flight sim, it was a planet explorer, it was first person shooter, it was it was everything to everybody, and they hyped it up so much that yeah, when you when you installed it, if you could get it to install and run, it was just awful. Wow. I wish I had that problem with this where it just wouldn't install. Yeah. Unfortunately, too. for $10, it installed perfectly. However, it's not on Steam. So I'm guessing at some point, Steam came out and condemned this game. <laughs> if they haven't, I strongly suggest that yes. they do. That's one condemnation I would stand behind. Virtue signal how terrible this game is for me, please, so that nobody else feels my pain. Uh, that's the show, I guess, this week. I don't know. We got lots of stuff coming up next week. We'll give our first impressions and maybe a full review of, uh, the division two. Uh, if you're playing with us, let us know. I'm on the PlayStation four Crowley 76. Joe's on there too. Uh, Mustang Joe. Is that it? 302. 302. And Jason is on there at what? Alleran. A-L-L-E-R-U-N. There you go. Alleran. Uh, so that's Alleran. That's Mustang Joe. I'm proud. We'll see you next week. Bad Gamers Anonymous is not affiliated with any video game developer or publisher. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the host and not of Earglue Media. And are probably terrible. Executive producer for Bad Gamers Anonymous is James Dean. Get good, scrubs.